Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer. Thank you for being with me once again on this special episode, this Thanksgiving episode for all of you out there. Um, I always take this time to um, have both my blog and my podcast to give thanks to all of you out there for listening but also as a way to show you what I'm thankful for, right? I think it's important that I express my thanks. And, um, but before I get started, truly, let me start off with my traditional song. This one you may have heard before, but I think it's appropriate. It's called Kind and Generous by Natalie Merchant. I actually like this song. I am a big fan of Natalie Merchant. She got me through a lot of um, dark moments in my life in the sense of um, listening to her songs, giving me great comfort. Well, on to happier times, right? As we celebrate Thanksgiving 2023. I will honestly say that um, I have a lot to be thankful for, although it's been difficult, especially with this year. Loss of job at one point, but made whole again by the Lord Jesus with my new job. 
But still, I am thankful that he brought me through it. Although it wasn't easy. There's a lot of times that we forget what to be thankful for in this life. I know because a lot of times we look at the negative. Right? We look at the negative in this life. We look at what's gone wrong. We look at the, the, the things that affect us each day, the adversities, the hard times, the struggles, what we lose, what we gain. You know, uh, it's hard because not everybody feels the need to feel thankful. And I, I get that. There are times when so much is going on in one's life that how can you feel thankful? But you must. Especially those going through illnesses, sicknesses, loss of jobs. Because many people out there are going through a loss of job as we speak. During the holidays. Because companies could care less about the holidays. They could care less about needing to wait until you spend the holidays with your family. No, it needs to be now. We got to cut thousands of employees we got to save our dollars. we got to save profits. we got to make sure that we look good for fourth quarter. <clears throat> it's pretty infuriating that a lot of companies today continue to cut jobs when, in my opinion, there's no need. But am I a CEO of that company? No. right? Some would say, well, you don't know. You don't know what those companies are going through. You don't know if they're struggling financially. Oh, um... You know, but honestly, when they, when companies are saying, oh, we're making record profits, we're doing great, um, we had the best year ever, the best quarter ever, and then they cut people, right? Yeah, because they don't want to lose that money to their employees, right? They want to hoard it, right? But that's the world we live in, folks. That's the world we live in. I still have a hard time letting go of what happened earlier this year. Truly. And I know I must let go. The hardest point is that my joblessness could have ended a lot sooner if I was wiser, if I made better choices, right? And I'm always going to forgive or remember this year. But God redeems me. He provides. He made it so that I could end this year positively, right? And I admit, God gave me jobs this year. He gave me some great opportunities. He opened doors for me. And I'm forever thankful to God for that. Forever thankful. I can honestly say I should be more thankful because every year, I feel like, in my life, there's good years and bad years in a sense. There's 
good moments, bad moments. But for the most part, God has given me prosperity, allowed me to be okay, allowed me to put a roof over my head, right? So we must always feel thankful. I can honestly say when I think back on my life, I think about what God has done for me and what I'm grateful for and thankful for. First of all, I'm grateful to God, right? I'm grateful to God for never turning his back on me, for being there every step of the way, even though I am going through adversity, hard times. He is there. He is no. He knows what I'm going through. He allowed that moment to happen. He allowed me to get laid off. Now, I don't say that in a bad way. Like, how dare you, God, do this to me? At first, some of us will do that. Like, well, I thought God cared. I thought he loved me. Look what he's doing. He, I lost my job because of him. You know, I don't blame God. <clears throat> Because God always has a plan. <coughs> God always has a plan. He knows where he was going to send me. He knows what I was going to do in that moment when he offered me two opportunities at the exact same time. <clears throat> he gave me free will. I made my choices. I messed it up along the way. Door number one, which was a credit union, now that I look back, was probably where he wanted me to go in the beginning. But I chose door number two, which was a larger company, Edison thinking this was the company I've been wanting to work for for over 10 years. This is going to be the place. This is going to be the place where I will have a long, prosperous career. Huh. Boy, was I mistaken. Because that place did not turn out the way I thought it was. Now, I, I admit, I, I, I'm not under the illusion that everything would have been perfect. Okay. No company is perfect. None. There's always a flaw somewhere. Many flaws sometimes. But uh, we all as people learn to deal with those and tolerate them. But the flaw that I came across forced me to leave that opportunity, which is upsetting because I feel like I shouldn't have had to do that. When people force you to leave by not giving you or allowing you the opportunity to to learn, right? Now, do I have uh, disdain for the people there? No. God says I need to pray for them. And I need to move on, right? But that's hard. I, I honestly feel I won't fully be moved on fully <clears throat> until September of next year, which will be one year of being at this current company that I'm at now, right? 
I pray that I will get there. <coughs> Excuse me. But until then, I will keep pushing forward, keep learning, keep being a good employee, keep being a good provider for my family, keeping my heart in a good place, not growing bitter, but being hopeful, being thankful every day right, for what God does for me. So I'm thankful to God, first of all. Thank you, God. I'm thankful for my wife and my daughter, who I love, who support me each day, who deal with my craziness in the sense that I struggle to keep everything together at times, but we do. We make it. Who deals with my... <coughs> Many moods at times, my depression, my happiness, my sadness, my decisiveness, my, you know, going through feelings of regret, going through feelings of self-adequacy, not feeling adequate in my life, not feeling worthy, not feeling like I have value today because my life does not measure up to those around me who are younger who I look to see that has more than me, have a better life, more money, better houses, nicer cars, better environments. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm going through a really annoying cough. <laughs> but I must be thankful because I'm my own person. I, I have nothing to be ashamed of at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, I feel like I'm still unworthy. Is that something that God tells me? No. That's something the, the devil tells me. You know, it's not an audible voice. Don't worry. I'm not crazy. But it is a voice that's in my heart that tells me you're just nothing, Joseph. You'll never amount to anything. You're going to fail. You're going to fall on your face. And sadly, I look forward to not look forward to it, but I, I, I imagine the day that my current job, they'll just pull the rug out from under me. And then I'll say, okay, well, there's my sign to exit this world. There's my sign to say goodbye. Right? And I, I know God doesn't want that. It, it hurts God when I talk like that or when I think like that. I don't think anybody should feel that way. Yeah, I need help probably. But right now I have to feel, I want to feel thankful for what I have in this life. For God, for my family, for their love. I'm thankful for my sister, my dad, my brother-in-law. Thankful for my other family member that I, family members I never see or hear from. But it's okay. I love them regardless. Right? You know? I'm thankful for my wife's family in uh, El Salvador. Although I've never seen them and have never met them physically, I will one day. And I promise you that I will. I tell my wife that. I really do. But I'm thankful for their love, for being there, for their kindness. I'm thankful for my new job that I got in September, right? 
I'm thankful for the people there who have provided a, a sense of warmth and kindness and patience and have just been there for me, right? I'm thankful for my other job, my teaching job. And I forget to say that sometimes. But I am thankful to be a teacher. I am thankful to be able to lead students every day, most days, right? <coughs> my students are special to me. They really are. They're all different. And, you know, yes, I lecture. Um, every day, almost Monday through Thursday, right? But I am thankful to be there actually four years this year, right? Thankful for that. I'm thankful that I've been able to teach in college environments since 2011. That God has opened doors and people have opened doors because God has opened the hearts of people to see me. I always have to be thankful. Always. And I am. I, I only wish, you know, the only thing is, you know, I look at those people that I work with today, how blessed they are in a sense. And I know God doesn't like me. My, my wife doesn't like me to say that. But they truly are blessed people. Many of them have been there over 5, 10, 15, 25 years. Amazing, right? Each person is incredible, unique in their own right, beautiful, kind. And I love working with each of them, although I haven't gotten to know many of them yet, right? But they are. I will get to know them. But they seem very supportive. And I hope to have a long career there. to be thankful for that because God took me out of the fire yes it was it was touch and go there for a moment because after I left the last job in July God opened a door for an interview the, that same week that I left that job and then I had a few interviews and then I had to wait patiently for about three weeks before I got the job offer right And now I'm there. And everybody's been great. Thankful to everybody.
I look forward to the days every day. And it's hard at first because it is a hybrid job. And I go into the office four days out of the week. Eventually, it will turn into three days. But that will be after a year I've been there and I've had clients and I've and they have established myself a little bit, right? But, you know, I, I ask myself, you know, what more do you want, Joseph? It would be nice to make more money. Is it hard to let go of the fact that I let go of a lot more money before I came to this job? That at the job that I left in July, I was making more? That I actually took a small pay cut coming here, but I have always been one of those people that has looked at the opportunity not as for the money, although the money is important, but look at what doors it will open for me to be a better employee, a better professional, and for my future. And the company here, is, there's no doubt about it, it will make me better. This is a company that's been around since the 1940s, has over 50,000 employees. It's a public company. They have locations all over the world. London, Philippines, India, Georgia, San Dimas, Pasadena, Texas. You know, they're all over the place. Chicago, right? And I'm thankful for each of those people that I get a chance to work with each day. God bless them. I pray I really do God bless them. Thankful for my good health. Although I have gained weight in the last year because of my stress levels. Haven't slept much for a good portion of the year being laid off. So that dealt with my physical health and I'm catching up to try to be better. So I know there's a lot of things in this life that we can complain about, right? But we must be thankful. Let's read a devotion here. I actually was just having one perfectly for Thanksgiving. And let me read it. It's called Always Thankful. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God and Jesus Christ for you. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 We often hear people say the devil is in the details. They don't mean anything theoretical, uh, theological by that. They simply mean that bad things can happen if we don't read the fine print, ask the right questions, and check every detail. There is something theological about this statement, though. God is in the details, especially the details of his divinely inspired word. For example, in 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Paul writes the word in instead of the word for. In everything, give thanks. What would the difference be if we were told to give thanks for everything? It could include thanking God for tragedies and disasters in which deaths and destruction reigned, but in everything, even in the midst of tragedies and disasters, we can thank God that He is in the midst of the storm with us. We can thank Him that He will use all things, good and bad, hard and easy, 
for good to those who love him, who love God, and are called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 What are you in today? Regardless of where you are and what you're experiencing, give thanks in everything as a way to acknowledge God's presence. And I know that's difficult. I know that it's difficult for those who are going through major things in their life, like health, financial issues, to give thanks in everything. Like, you know, one would think, well, am I giving thanks for, for the troubles I'm having? No. You're giving thanks that God's there. That He is working through it with you. That He is going to get you through it. But oftentimes... It's hard on us as people because we're we're imperfect. You know, we're not we're, we're going to make mistakes. We're going to forget what's important. We're going to have we're going to lose perspective at times, and we must not. But I know it's hard not to, especially for those people that I I see are struggling right now with jobs, who are still out of work, maybe. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 months out of this year and have not found anything and they still have families to support, kids to feed, uh, an apartment to, to pay for, homes, trying to get back on their feet and they're on the verge of losing it. May God bless them and may they understand that even in the midst of their hardships and adversities that God is there, even if they don't believe in God. God is there, always with us. So this Thanksgiving, I just want to wish all of you an incredible Thanksgiving. And some of you are not in America. Some of you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but here in America we do, you know. You know, and we it's not about just eating turkey and stuffing our faces. It's about really appreciating and being thankful for what we have. Because I truly believe that we have dark times ahead of us. And it's going to be hard to be thankful. But God's there. I see it already. I see what's happening in our world, in our country, where people are going to have a hard time giving thanks. But God's there. And it only prophesies what God says when He says He's coming back. It's His time. And He'll be back soon. But maybe not yet. Who knows? May God bless you in this time to be with your families, be with your loved ones. And if you don't have people to spend with, just know that you can always think of something to be thankful for in this time. Thank you, everyone, for being with me. And I'm thankful for all of you out there for listening for, to me each day. Ramble and write. And you probably are tired of this voice already. I know I am. So God bless you all. Thank you. And peace be with you during this Thanksgiving.